I'm your number one fan. There is nothing to worry about. You're gonna be just fine. I'll take good care of you. I'm your number one fan. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Number One Fan. I'm your host, Tim Davis, coming to you from Horror for Dummy Studios. On episode number three, I have asked one of my closest podcasting friends out there to join me, and gladly he accepted. I'm talking about none other than Mr. Scott Crawford from the Friday Nightmares podcast. This guy is one of my best friends in all of horror podcasting, all the horror podcasting community, for many reasons. We get along like a house on fire. We talk almost every day (laughs) in group chats and everything like that. So asking him to do this interview was super easy, much like Heather. uh, These two guys, uh, these these two individuals are just super easy, down to earth and fun to talk about. This one is, is no different. This is a Really fun interview I had with Scott. I had a blast doing it, and it was just a lot of fun to find out where Scott came from in horror movies, where he where he found his love for horror movies, and how he came to be as a horror podcaster. We get into all different types of discussions on this interview, such as his favorite movies, movies that he doesn't like. Uh, we also get into non-mover movie-related subjects, such as uh, music what his uh, favorite type of food is, what his favorite type of drink is, all that good, fun, weird shit that uh, you probably never wondered about. But I'm here to give you the the lowdown on what's going on with Scott Crawford. So this is a really, really fun episode. I will admit it took me a, a few times to do this because if you know anything about Scott, he is one of the sexiest mans alive in the universe. So talking to him, I was sweating profusely, and uh, it took me a while, um, but I eventually got the interview done, had to uh, adjust my seat, if you know what I mean, a few times, but eventually we got it done, and it was an absolute blast. So this is my interview with Mr. Scott Crawford from the Friday Nightmares podcast, and I'll post a link down on his show in the show notes of this episode. If you don't know the Friday Nightmares podcast, if this is your first time hearing about them, I call bullshit because they are everywhere. But if this is your first time hearing about the Friday Nightmares podcast, you should definitely give these guys a listen. They are one of the best podcasts out there on the net. Um, they, they do all different cool stuff. They t- talk about what's new in the world of horror movies, and then they do a segment and uh, it's just a really, really good, fun podcast that you should you should listen to. So enough jibber-jabber. Let's get to it. Here's my interview with Mr. Scott Crawford from the Friday Nightmares podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of Number One Fan. This is episode number three. And with me, I have one of my favorite people, not just on podcasting level, but in the whole entire fucking world. I love this guy so much. He is one half of the Friday Nightmares podcast. His name, nickname, is Scott Housen. He's a lover of all things Gremlins. His other nickname is Things That Make You Go, mmm. Please welcome <laughs> Mr. Scott Crawford. Hey, buddy. Oh, hey, buddy. What a hell of an intro. I love it. <laughs> I mean, Thank it you for having me on this. 
I dude, you were you were like one of the first people I had in mind to do this show. I'm like, I need to get Scott on. That's gonna be fun, and it's always oh, fun yeah. talking to you. Oh, same. Like yeah. I, I've talked about you and Daniel like so freaking much to all my friends here in the states because I'm just like, oh, these guys are just so fucking great. I would love to just hang out with them and party with them and just like I we I could see us legit just hanging out and having a fucking great time. It, oh, it definitely would be. It wouldn't it, like we've never met in person, but I could I could definitely see that it'd be one of those things where if we came face to face, it it would be like we've been friends for thirty years type of thing. Right. Exactly. And oh man. It'd be it'd be a messy night, I'm sure, especially if Heather's there as well. Oh fuck yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here with Scott, and if you've listened to any of my previous episodes on Number One Fan, you know that this is a interview show where I interview the best in horror podcasting. The horror podcasting community is as tight as any podcasting community out there um we all seem to really react well with each other and and as you can tell me and scott and and heather and 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 luffy and all that stuff we we really get along so this is going to be a fun show but the first question that i want to ask scott and the first question I, i start off with is usually the funnest one scott can you name your top five favorite horror films oh boy all right so you know we did a top fifty just uh, recently, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm but as always, you know us horror nerds, our top five changes quite a bit, I'm sure. Um, but let's see. So for me, I would obviously everyone knows my obsession with Gremlins, so that is absolutely number one film, favorite film of all time. Fucking yep. love it. <laughs> um, number two would probably be uh, Alien, the original from '79. Ooh, okay, nice. I love the it's just basically like this haunted house in space with this freaking terrifying xenomorph. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And I, it's just like it's just a masterpiece. Uh, then of course we have John Carpenter's The Thing. I can't I can't have that not in my <laughs> top five. Um, then I would probably go with uh, the original Evil Dead. Wow. Okay. All right. I just fucking love that movie. I love that whole entire franchise, as everybody probably heard on the uh, favorite <laughs> franchise arguments of me getting pissed when it lost. <laughs> yeah, big shock <laughs> for that one. Oh man, that one that that broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then yeah, my number five would probably be Astron Six's The Editor. Wow. Okay. I I, I I've never I, I started that. And then something came up and I had to pause it and I've never come back to it. So I've never really seen it. Yeah, I'll say if you are, if you've watched a lot of Italian films and everything, that movie is just like a wonderful homage while also poking fun at that genre. And Astron 6, in my eyes, just can't do no wrong. I mean, like, you know, Psycho (laughs) Gorman, Father's Day, like they've always, their comedy just always hits perfectly and they have a love for that genre. Yeah, yeah. You just, you actually just reminded me that I still need to go and buy Psycho Gorman on physical copy because it was my number one, and I always buy my number one films of the year on physical copy. Yes. So you just reminded me, so thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'll say, uh, I, I have to thank Heather because uh, she apparently won it through uh, the Horror Returns uh, drawing for one of the uh, oh, iTunes nice. reviews, and she had them send it to me because you know it costs so much to send to uh, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, That's I got cool. my copy of it there. So I got my hunky boy just sitting on my shelf. <laughs> that movie is fucking unreal. Um, 
this is a question I'm going to ask you because I was thinking about it for myself recently. Like, okay, everyone knows my number one film of all time is Jaws. And I was thinking the other day, um, I wonder if there will ever be a time in the future where my number one pick gets taken off by a new modern movie. Like, will there ever be a new modern movie that becomes my number one? And I honestly thought, I don't think that will ever happen. Do you think that will ever happen with you, with Gremlins? Could you see that happening? Uh, honestly, I just don't think, I don't think there is a way that it could. Cause I think part of it for, I think probably for both of us in a way is like the nostalgia of growing up with that film. Yep. And like, just like, cause I've, I've pretty much watched, I've seen that movie like millions of times, but I watched it, I think starting at the age of like six or seven and I've been a fan ever since. So yeah. it's, I think the nostalgia of, you know, just being something from my childhood that still holds up, that's still highly entertaining. I just, yeah, I have a hard time seeing anything ever knocking it off that list unless Gremlins 3 ever actually gets freaking made <laughs> and uh, like they do everything practical effects wise and it just actually like nails everything perfectly then maybe. But nah, yeah. I, I either way, I think there'll be Gremlins in my number one spot, no matter what, if it's one, two or three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I think you're spot on with that. You know, what's funny as well is like. Jaws and Gremlins are probably the two films that have not been remade or have had had nothing come out for years. It's it's strange. Like every other movie seems to be getting remade or there's sequels coming out. But yeah, Jaws and Gremlins are the two that. I mean, can you think of another one that hasn't been done? Shit, uh, that's a good question. Like the uh, only ones I can think of are like the for at least uh, would be ones that have kind of like spoofed or like jumped on board that bandwagon. So like, you know, the, uh, the shark, all the different shark films that came out after jaws yeah, and then like critters and munchies and all that shit that came out after gremlins. Like, yeah, but yeah. Like, well shit, even critters had recently gotten a couple sequels. Um, they were terrible, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I, I can't even think of any others right off the top of my head like that. No, that's a, that's actually, hmm, I'm kind of shocked about that. Yeah, I, know, I, I literally just thought of that. I'm like, that is interesting. Wow. Um, all right. <clears throat> so the first question, we're going to start talking about, Scott, your 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 podcasting life. So how did you become uh, a horror fan? Tell us your history with horror. Oh, man. So uh, my parents, so I kind of started like way back when I was a little kid. My stepdad worked for a uh, video distribution company. So he would always take like the, VHSs when they first came out for the new movies or whatever, and he would go to rental places and like fill their shelves. Yep. When a new release was not a new release anymore and it got replaced, you know, they would take about 10 of the copies off the shelf and he would have to bring them either back to the building and he would always sneak one home to add to his collection. So we always had this massive VHS library ever since I was growing up, probably about 800 VHSs. Just wow just all like all like brand new movies just lining the shelves and yeah i just kind of like um it started there with like that collection and um i think one of my first movies i was introduced to my parents didn't know i was introduced to it because they were watching it <laughs> late at night and it was right after hellraiser first came out and they were watching it downstairs and i snuck down to go to the bathroom and i just kind of look around the corner and see them watching it and i was just kind of fascinated by the screen 
because it was the scene where Frank is building himself up from that droplet of blood in the <laughs> attic. And awesome. So I, I was probably like seven, maybe six or seven, somewhere around there, and my jaw just kind of hung open. I'm like, what am I watching? And <laughs> terrified the shit out of me. I went back upstairs, completely forgot to go to the bathroom, and just like hid under the covers in my bed. Parents never knew I watched it till years later. Um, and then, obviously, I watched like Return of the Living Dead with my parents, watched Gremlins with my parents, and then eventually my stepdad brought home the, at the time, the complete collection of Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th on VHS, and Ooh. I started watching those back to back to back. Yep. And as I was watching those, and my mom was like, so are you getting scared? I'm like, oh, mom, none of this scares me. This is fun. Like being a little cocky little kid. Yeah. You know, Do you want to be scared? I'm like, not this is going to scare me, but yeah, you can try. She had me watch The Exorcist. And <laughs> at first I'm going, oh, this movie's boring. And she goes, no, just wait, just wait. I'm like, oh, this is so boring. And then, you know, everything starts happening with Reagan. And I was fucking mortified. <laughs> <laughs> And I think just all that stuff, because my mom was a huge horror movie fan back then, too. So I think just watching that stuff, all like that, just kind of made me the horror nerd I am. I just kind of took it and ran with it. That is so cool. That is so cool. Is your mom still a horror fan to this day? Um, Not really as much. Like, she still, like, loves the classics. Like, her and my stepdad both love Vincent Price, kind of where oh, I got nice. my love for Vincent Price. Yep. Um. They don't like a lot of the newer films because they are just a little too extreme, mm -hmm. um, yep. which, yep, I can get. Uh, they they watched a couple. I think the last one that they told me about that they watched was uh, Unhinged, and they like that one. Okay, nice. Okay, so they, they still check out some modern films. Yep, every once in a while, like more more or less they do dramas and action movies nowadays. That's cool. My mom is the complete opposite of me. She uh, she went and saw Poltergeist at the theater when it came out, and oh, ever since then, ever since then, she swore off horror movies. She will not touch. Really? Them. Yeah, she, it's it scared her. It scarred her that much. That movie. Wow. So, <laughs> I know, and it's funny. Like looking back at it now, it's like, <laughs> all right, Poltergeist. Yeah, sure, it might have been scary back in the day, but compared to what we have now. It's not oh, that yeah. scary. <laughs> no, like I remember it was creepy when I watched it like way back then, but like mm -hmm. man, those those special effects do not hold up. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's still an amazing movie, but yeah, those effects definitely are showing their time. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's start with your podcasting life. So when did you start podcasting? Oh shit. Okay. So uh, the Friday Nightmares, as you know, is not my first ever podcast. Because um, yep. if I remember correctly, correctly, you've listened to my very first show I ever did, which kind of shocked me when you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, originally, uh, I think about 2014 around there is when I started listening to horror podcasts. And like when I kind of came across podcasts in general, because I was working third shift, had worked by myself the entire, all worked all by myself every single night. So I was like, I need something to listen to besides just music. Found horror podcasts and started listening to them. Um, a couple of the ones that got me hooked were uh, The Horror Show and Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast. And I uh, got hooked on them and then started finding more, started finding more, came across Kill the Cast and all that. Um, and I th Oh, and also Horror Corridor with Watson. Um Yep. Then I'd say about 2015 or so, after I've been like really deep into podcasting and just 
made friends with everybody in the community and stuff. Uh, my buddies Randall and Kenneth decided to, they wanted to do a horror podcast. So they started it off and think they did like five episodes and I was just, I became a fan just listening to it because, you know, I'm just a big fan of podcasts. So I started promoting their show. I even created an Instagram page for them and everything because they didn't. Oh, wow. Anything. Yeah, okay. I just. I was just like, yeah, I mean, you guys are my buddies. Why not? I'll do this. Just, you know, kind of help promote the show, get people to listen. Yeah. And eventually they're like, you know, since you're helping us with this, we got to get, you know, you're one of our good friends. We got to get you on the show. I'm like, okay. So I guest spotted. And I think the first episode I was on was remakes. And we did uh, <laughs> toolbox murders, uh, cat people. And uh, then they let me pick one. And I ended up picking... Uh, what the hell was it called? Uh, Body Snatchers, I think it was, from 1990. Yep. Like, it was a remake of the Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Um, and I had so much fun doing that, um, that they and they enjoyed, like, having me on there, that they just started uh, having me on every show after that, and I just kind of became a uh, fixture with them. Because uh, I was saying, I think that was, like, episode seven or eight that they got to before I joined them. It went for, I'd say, about a year and a half, got about... 27 or 28 episodes in and then kenneth and randall had a uh, falling out and the podcast kind of ended oh and, wow okay yeah so i was, I was just kind of like stuck in the middle going well shit i'm friends with both of you guys but uh like i can't really do the podcast now so i guess i'll just kind of go back to listening and just you know being a fan then randall a couple months later reached out to me and going man i miss podcasting it's like would you want to try doing a new one I'm like sure so we got my roommate slash best friend, Tim, involved because he's not a big horror movie fan. So we were like, Let's, we got an idea. Let's be two horror movie nerds introducing someone that is not a horror fan to the genre, have him watch the movie and get his opinion on it. And we ended up creating the podcast by the cemetery. Um, and somehow or another, I lucked out and... I think maybe because I was friends with Court Psyops from Cinema Psyops, uh, I was able, and friends with Jerry Herring, that I was able to get in on the Legion Podcast Network with that show. And nice. became friends with Bo, Bo Ransdell, who ran the show, uh, ran the network at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the difficult part for both of these shows that I'm talking about right now is we only recorded in person. None of us knew how to record over Skype or any of that. So... Um, scheduling was always kind of a bitch. My, yeah. I was always available pretty much after five o'clock in the afternoon. Cause I worked first shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim and Randall, however, worked second shift and almost always worked on the same, uh, the days that I was available. So we were like sporadically releasing episodes and we would record right in, in person when we could. That got to about 10 episodes. And then that fell through the wayside because, Randall was in the process of moving after losing his girlfriend. And then I was going through a divorce. So we just kind of faded away. And then our scheduling never matched up again. So it just kind of died out. Um, then probably I'd say a year goes by just uh, doing the same thing I always did. Just listening to the shows. And then I end up meeting Heather. And she comes out to visit me one uh, about two months or no, actually about a month after we started talking comes to Michigan, we end up hanging out for a weekend, and we're like, oh, shit, we should totally do a podcast together. And then we started just kind of, like, hammering out what we would do, like, what the name would be. 
and then it ended up being that's how the Friday Nightmares was born. We, uh, she was a huge fan of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm a huge fan of Friday the Thirteenth. So we just kind of like screw it. Let's combine the names. Um, we were going to only do this in person, and it was going to be our excuse to always get together in person and hang out and record in person. So we're like, oh yeah, once a month we can do this. It'll be like a once a month show. We'll take all this time. We'll we're going to do like all this research and we're going to prep and prep and prep and like have this like, you know <laughs> nice long intelligent conversation going and you know kind of inspired by like how Watson did his stuff and how a couple other podcasters did theirs mm-hmm. and that worked for two episodes where we're like all right we're going to be professional we're not going to swear or anything like that and then after two episodes fucking covid happened the borders got shut down to canada she could not come over anymore, so we're like, all right, we'll do this once a month over Skype. It's not how we prefer to do it, but we'll do it this way. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, well, fuck, we got nothing going on. So let's move this from once a month to every two weeks. And then, yeah, like that's how, like, and since then, it's been a consistent two-week release schedule. Uh, we just released episode 63. So, yeah, we're going on two and a half years, almost three years now. But, uh, yeah, we threw out the whole research thing and the whole uh, being proper, and we are just ourselves now and swearing up a storm, talking perverted sexual shit. It doesn't <laughs> matter. We're just – we're like, you know, people are going to like us for who we are, and let's not pretend to be anything else. <laughs> yep. That's that's the, that's the way to be, man. Yeah, be yourself. That's, that's the, the line I always live life by. And, yeah, you'll have people that won't like you. You'll have people that will like you, but you, you, you're yourself. So exactly that's a big plus. I, yeah, I, I sorry. I was I was gonna say like you know it's we, we portray ourselves on the show, but we sometimes amplify our personalities a bit just to make it even more fun. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. It's it's crazy to me. I was listening to your latest episode. Um, I'm halfway through it at the moment, but I can't believe, I can't remember if it was you or Heather, but one of you guys said this is episode 63, and I'm like. Wow, what the fuck? That went so <laughs> fast. I remember I remember listening to episode one. You guys just popped it out. Um, you said it was coming, and I'm like, oh, cool, cool. I'll check this out. And I fell in love with it. You were covering my favorite movie of that year, Lords of Chaos. Um, yes. And, yeah, I just, I just fell in love with it. And it's funny because, like, I knew you through Facebook and all that stuff. I, I actually knew you through Horror News Radio. I remember the Black Saint, rest in peace. Oh, no um, shit. Yeah, I remember hearing your name being called out multiple times through his Stump the Saint segment. <laughs> and ass getting banned left and right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I always, I always thought, like, you were really intelligent. You were one of, like, the the big names in, in um, the horror community. So I was always, like, kind of... Uh, nervous to kind of interact with you a little bit because I, I don't know. Wow. I was kind of, I, yeah, I was kind of new to the horror podcasting community and, and the horror community. And, um, and then when you released your first episode, I'm like, Oh, Scott's such a cool guy. He's such a big name in the horror world. Um, I'll definitely check this out. And, and now look at us. <laughs> right. I was like, now we're like talk sexual and you endos to each other. You're like my boyfriend from the, from the other side of the world. <laughs> but the fact that you think I was a big name in the horror like community, that just wow, that blows my mind. I'm fucking humbled because <laughs> I I would have never thought of myself as like anything big. I just thought I was just like, Oh yeah, I'm here. I like people may see me on here here and there, but I never I still have a hard time thinking of myself as like, 
you know, people like know me without me knowing them type deal, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, now, now it's come around where I'm like, yeah, I know Scott, whatever. Cool. <laughs> right. It's cool. I mean, you know, he's got bad taste in movies. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so let's talk about the history of the Friday Nightmares podcast. I mean, you already gave a little, a little in depth, but wh- how, because you you don't you don't do the regular format like horror for dummies do where you pick one movie. What's your usual go to on on how you pick your your themes? Okay, so um, yeah, we always go like you said. We always go with a theme. Um, we uh, it's been kind of like for a while there it was just kind of a grab bag. Like we never knew what our next episode was going to be. We didn't plan out too far ahead. We were always just like, all right, record this episode and then, you know. We'll edit. I'll edit it for a week, and then we'll discuss what our next theme should be, and we'll pick the movies. And we would always pick. Back then, we picked uh, six movies because I had a lot more free time, and we'd yep. just find six movies that fit that theme. So, like, you know, it'd be like body horror or camp camp horror films or found footage films or social media found footage. You know, we'd always find some theme and just kind of stick with it. And we just we wouldn't review a movie but we would talk about the movies and how their themes kind of fit with like the theme of our episode. And we would just talk specifically about that. And we started just kind of, uh, I think either running out of ideas or uh, just not feeling like doing certain themes. So we kind of put it out there to our like fans and said, Hey, you know, if you got any ideas, let us know. And our good friend, Donna Nelly, (laughs) <laughs> he had uh, suggested you guys should do a horror horrors from around the world episode, kind of covering different uh, horror movies from different countries. I'm going, that's a cool idea. And I took that and we've been running with it. It has been going for almost an entire year now where we're just like each episode, we're picking a different country and picking four movies from that country or that language and just focusing on those kind of a way to force us out of our comfort shell and to watch something that we may not have like ever been interested in watching before and yep. just kind of expanding our horizons. And it's, it's definitely been an interesting ride. I would say 75% fun, 25%. Oh God, what are we watching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But uh, yeah, like it's pretty much been like that. Like we have our, uh, you know, our opening stuff where we're just doing our intro and being our ridiculous selves and, Usually, like, calling you guys out and either talking shit or flirting with y'all. <laughs> um, then we do our What We Watch segment where we, because we, Heather and I watch a ton of 2022s or current year movies. And mm-hmm. uh, so we always just, like, kind of want to bring, like, a bunch to the table and, like, talk about what we've been watching. And then we've also challenged ourselves when we first started the show to try our best to only watch horror films we've never seen before unless we're doing them for a podcast so it's forcing us to like for our older films just kind of dig through like different decades and just try to find something we haven't seen before just to kind of you know expand the horizons yep and uh lately i had been slacking on that heather had been kind of covering that (laughs) up uh lately but uh but uh, i did get inspired by uh, you guys recently so our next episode i will be talking about uh, one of the phantasm sequels Oh, okay. Because uh, I did watch a couple. I've I've seen most of them, but there was uh two directly in the middle that I had not seen. Okay, I'm guessing three and four. Yep. Okay, cool. I'm, I've I've got to watch them this week for our next episode, so 
I'll be interested to see what you think about them. Oh, they're definitely interesting. I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then uh, then yeah, we do our main like uh, we do a what's new segment. We used to give a shout out to uh, different podcasts or audio books, anything audio format wise that would kind of fit our like genre. Mm-hmm. But uh, then we decided to switch it up and call it what's new, and we've been like talking anything from anything horror adjacent, horror related. So documentaries, video games, books, podcasts, um, even a movie that would just be on the border of horror. We'd be like, okay, we can talk about that, you know, just, or even like our experiences at a horror con or at like just a haunted house that we went to, you know, just something horror related we'll bring to the table there. And then, yeah, then we do a random topic at the end of our show after the main show or after the main topic called uh, out of the dark. And it's just something random that we always come up with, like just to kind of have like a just loose discussion about something at the end. Usually it's something controversial and we're just like, you know, giving our opinions and our thoughts on things. Yeah. Nice. Nice. One of, one of the things I love about your show um, is your, what have you been watching? And when you do the, like for example, this year you're covering 2022 watches and you guys, along with the Horrorcast and Fresh Cuts, are the three podcasts that I listen to that keep me up to date with what's coming out, what's new. But it was it's you guys especially because I'm trying my hardest to keep up to date <laughs> with you guys um, because keeping up to date with Mark Nato is near impossible. Yes, yeah, that's Don't. that's that is a you you have to you have to like have like three days in one day to even try to catch up to him. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know how the hell he does that, but you guys, um, it's fun trying to keep up with you guys. It's still a challenge, but it's it's more achievable. So hearing you guys um, talk about what you what what's coming out and everything like that, that that's one of my favorite segments on your show. But um, yeah, your show all around is, is one of my favorites. It's in my weekly rotation, well fortnightly rotation. Um, so yeah, props to you guys. I was like, that, um, that makes me feel loved because I and it's you know and I, we share the same love because your guys' show is in my weekly rotation. Oh, thanks. As man. soon as your as soon as your episodes drop, I am listening to them like because it's usually Sunday morning for me when your guys' episodes drop. So I'll be uh, listening to them like on my way to like clean my, clean the office that I do on Sundays. Oh, awesome! <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, um, I love listening to you guys. I don't listen to too many podcasts anymore just because I don't have. I usually use up my time watching movies, so. You and, like, one other show are the only ones I tend to, like, listen to on a constant basis. Oh, wow. That tapes, that makes me feel good. <laughs> have a little tear in my eye. you feel good, baby. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask you a hard question here, and, and you got you got to pick one, but... What is your magnum opus? What what show that you have done has been your favorite by far? Oh, boy. Um, it's a hard one. Which one of your children is your favorite? Yeah, because we've had some, like, uh, hard, deep hitters. Like, uh, I think, uh, I think one of my, I think I would, all, like, I always refer, there are two that I always go to. Um. One is the episode we did with you guys covering Australian films. <laughs> wow. Because it was just such a fucking blast covering those with you guys. Because we, 
you know, the, the chemistry between us is amazing and it's just fun as like, we have so much fun recording with each other. Yep. Um, and that was a funny as hell episode. I've, I've went back and listened to it a couple of different times and just hearing <laughs> your story about punching seagulls and shit like that. It's <laughs> fucking seagulls. Oh, and then bringing up the, uh, Australian stereotypes while you guys brought in American and Canadian stereotypes just to kind of discuss them. And I thought that was a very fun episode. And then to hear you hate on uh, Australian horror films was, just, oh, it's always amazing. Um, and then one that I got uh, really personal on was a, uh, we called it Relationships and Horror episode. Yep. Where we, yep. Because uh, a lot of people know I do have a soft spot for like a strong relationship type horror film where like, either the couple is struggling and it's like realistic life type struggles with relationships mm-hmm. or something along those lines. And it always hits me in a soft spot. And I kind of got like real deep with a lot, a lot of the shit I had dealt with personally. And like a lot of the struggles I had with my relationships previously and stuff like that. So I think that's still one of my favorites that I always tell people to go back to as well. Nice. I, it's funny because Heather said the Australian episode was one of her favorites as well. Are you serious? Like, yeah, yeah, she did. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's that's nice. I feel good now. We did a yeah, good like, job, I guess. Oh, oh yeah, you guys did did amazing. And like I say, you know, I think it's just when all four of us together, it's ridiculous because, I mean, Heather is basically Luffy, just constantly interrupting mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So and it's like, and then having both of them on, Luffy constantly interrupting you, Heather instantly constantly interrupting me, you and I just going, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> When's it our turn to talk? <laughs> right. <laughs> Can we speak, please? <laughs> All right. Here's a question that's just new to the show, and it's brought to us from, from your friend, Heather. Oh, boy. Our friend and everyone's friend Heather, and um and this is just a random question that I I asked her and she said you should ask all your guests that so I'm going to start doing that, and it's just an opinion okay there is no right or wrong answer well in my opinion there is but I want to know is the movie Predator a horror film? Fuck yeah it is. Yes, there we that go. Is, I mean, how could it not be? You have a freaking monstrous aliens skinning people and taking their skulls yes it's set in kind of an action film base with the the meatheads from that movie but they are getting picked off one by one it's technically a slasher in the woods thank you it's like yeah predator is like right up there it's a fucking it is it if alien is horror predator is horror I'm so glad you said that. I don't know how this question came about. I, I asked Heather randomly last week, and then yeah, I'm just, just going to ask everyone the same question. Yeah, you totally should, because like yeah. it's one that like seems to be debated by a lot of people. It seems like it, it's that and Jaws. Jaws is another one that I I get all the time. Well, Jaws isn't even a horror movie. Oh hell yeah, it is. It's an it's a when nature attacks horror. Thank, thank it's a creature you. feature. Thank you. <laughs> Would you call it a monster movie or not? Uh, yeah, I would, I, it's, a cause it's a monstrous shark. Thank you. <laughs> this is it, just, this is just a side shot at a personal friend of mine who said Jaws isn't, isn't a monster movie. And yeah, I, I remember that from that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I proved her wrong in so many different ways and she just won't accept it. So it's funny to me. Yeah. 
and didn't she respond on that poll just fuck you tim or something like that <laughs> yep yep that's all she said because <laughs> she knew she was wrong but she can't admit it <laughs> and it makes uh, me happy <laughs> i'll say it's uh, it is hard to admit when you're wrong i i know <laughs> <laughs> all right so right now is the time of the show are you familiar with the game 20 questions hell yeah i am all right we're gonna ask you 20 questions and this is just the first answer that comes to your mind um, we're just going to go through them, and, and you can elaborate if you like, but yeah, it's the first uh, answer that, that comes to your mind. So here we go. Scott Crawford, what is your favorite drink? Mm, my favorite drink would be kind of weird, but uh, unsweetened iced tea. Wow. You're, the, you're yeah. the second person to say that. Jerry was the same. Yeah, I was going to say, like, because uh, I, I, I would have guessed just because Jerry's from the South, it would have been sweet tea. Oh, maybe it was sweet tea. Okay, what's the? Di- uh, look, we don't have sweet tea here, so I'm not too familiar with what it is. All right, so regular, you know, there's regular tea that's just got that strong tea flavor. Sweet tea is basically that, but with a bunch of sugar added into it and mixed in. Right. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. Uh, what's your favorite color? My favorite color is red. Wow, okay. There we go. We, we've had three different colors from three different podcasts oh, nice. so far. So <laughs> that's cool. Uh, favorite food? Uh, I would have to go with, uh, let's see, anchovies and pepperoni pizza. Wow. Anchovies, really? Oh, I love anchovies. Most people will not allow me to get that on a pizza. So it's one of those where it's like, if I'm ordering it, it's like at a night in by myself, and I'm getting this whole fucking pizza to myself. I'm throwing anchovies on it. Um, my stepdad had me try them when I was younger and I really liked them. Then I worked for a pizza place when I was in my, uh, teenage years and I moved into an apartment with like five other people and I would always bring home pizza from that place. I would have a slice, go to bed. I'd wake up the next day. My whole pizza would be gone because my roommates would smash it. So I was like, oh, you motherfuckers. So I was like, how can I keep this pizza without them touching it? And I'm like, oh shit we serve anchovies so i started placing anchovies underneath all the cheese took it home one night put it in the fridge went to bed i heard one of my roommates open the fridge heat up a slice took a bite and he's like oh what the fuck is this salty shit and since then no one ever touched my pizza <laughs> <laughs> that that's a good way of, of keeping it safe yeah but so, i was like i know no one else is a big fan of not many people are big fans of anchovies but i love yeah. those little salty bastards <laughs> <laughs> um favorite band or artist oh boy okay so i would this one is always uh pretty much blind guardian for me love blind guardian wow um, okay uh but i do have to say because of you and luffy ice nine kills is becoming one of my favorites now too oh nice okay have you listened to the, any of their earlier stuff? Uh, I believe so. I've been kind. Of, I've pretty much put them on random on Spotify, and I've been kind of just like any songs that I really love. I've been adding to my playlist, and there are quite a few. Like, um, probably I don't I don't know what album it is from, but uh, my favorite one from the uh, one of my favorite songs of theirs now is uh, the quickest way to a girl's heart is through her rib cage. Yep. Yep. Love that song. Such creative titles. I love that. I know. I love that. I was like, you know, that's just freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what's your least favorite band or artist? Um, shit. Let's see. Least favorite band or artist. Um, well, this one's going to be controversial, I bet. Led Zeppelin. 
Holy shit, that is contra. Wow. Why? I just cannot stand. I think it's Robert Page or some Jimmy Page or one of their. I cannot stand like their voice, like the music and the voice. I just can't stand. I think it's because it's just been overplayed, like a lot of their music was, and yeah, just their voice. The voice just grates on my ears. Okay, I, I see where you're coming from. I get it. I get it. But yeah, wow. <laughs> not not a band that I expect people to say. And another hot take. Beatles. Really? Jerry was yep. exactly the same. Yeah, I'll say I'm yeah, I'm not a fan of the Beatles either. Wow. Okay. Is any reason? Uh just I just find them overrated and just never really liked any of their songs. Wow, this is oh, wow. I, I, my, my dad was like the biggest Beatles fan, so he, um, he was constantly playing them. So I, I, I like them. They're not like my favorite band or anything like that, but I do like a majority of their songs. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I, as you know me, I have very eclectic tastes, and yeah, what I find enjoyable, others I know are gonna be like, why the fuck do you like that shit? Yeah. That, that, <laughs> That's perfectly fine. Hey, you dig what you dig. So there, exactly. I'm sure there's bands that I like that people are like, ooh, why? <laughs> hey, I was going to say, shit, you and I bonded over the love of Dead South. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're, they're my number one band right now. But, I mean, Fuck, yeah. a, a band that I absolutely, absolutely love, are in my top five favorite artists, is ICP, Insane Clown Posse. Ah, and, Detroit's own, baby. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, people hate them, and I don't get it. I really don't. I, th- I think they're fucking awesome, but <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I I see why people hate them, but uh, like yeah, being from Michigan, being a uh, Michigan band, you kind of have to like re- gotta give a little love if you're a Michigander. It's it's just kind of part of our DNA. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, all right, favorite holiday destination or somewhere you'd like to go. Well, somewhere I would definitely, uh, let's see, favorite holiday destination. Um, well, I do have one coming up that I think I think will be a favorite of mine, and that is I'm going on a cruise to the Southern Caribbeans. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, so I have a feeling I'm going to love that. Um, but a place that I've always wanted to go, there's two. Uh, well, I want, I've always wanted to go to Australia. Like, yeah. Especially, like, the Melbourne area. Like, I definitely love to just check out, like, a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. And course come visit my boo <laughs> uh and then also i wanted to go to norway to see the fjords of norway wow that'd be cool yeah Done. i would love to see that because it's just so peaceful and beautiful out there yeah 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 it's like like i'm like you i've never left my country either i've never been overseas um but you see like like on youtube and shit like that like pictures of sweden and norway and it's like holy shit I need, I need yeah. to explore. <laughs> yeah, and like I, I think uh, my parents are big cruise ship uh, goers for on their vacation, and they've actually been on a cruise that went through the fjords of Norway. I'm going, oh my god, I'm oh. so freaking jealous. Wow, that would have been insane. Yeah, they're like seeing whales and shit, like swimming by the boat, and going, oh my god, that's incredible. That, oh man, I'd give anything to do that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll say like I'm, 
this will be the first cruise I'm ever going on going to the Southern Caribbean. So like, I think once this happens, I'm going to be like, I need to find a way to do this every year. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to have a taste and then you, you'll just want more and more. Yeah. And it's going to be so expensive. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever do come to Australia, here's what you do. You, you, you come to New South Wales, Sydney, and then I pick you up and then we go on a road trip down to Melbourne and yeah. we just party it up. <laughs> That's what we'll do. <laughs> and I will. And I want to go out to the outback unprepared. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I want. What? I want to live out. I want to relive the movie Outback. Oh Jesus! <laughs> drink engine oil. What have? What, what did they have to drink? Oh, oh, the windscreen wiper fluid, wasn't it? Yes, it was windshield washer fluid. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All that movie. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> There is nothing in the outback. There is no point going there unless you want to no. see the desert. No, because I remember us talking about that, and you're like, no one, no one in their right mind would go out there, and that's why I had to bring it up. I'm like, yeah, we got to go out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, favorite non-horror film. Ooh, favorite non-horror film. Um, I think I would have to go with Princess Bride. <laughs> really. Yeah, I fucking wow. love that movie. <laughs> All right, I, 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 nothing against it. It's a, fi- it's a fine movie. I just did not expect that from you. Oh, dude, I, uh, one of my favorite. Uh, it's either that or the Labyrinth. You um, don't know. So. I, I apologize. I, I'm an idiot. I was for some reason I was thinking of the Princess Diaries. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no! No no no. No, oh, okay. Good Prince old fantasy, uh, Carrie Elwes and Andre the Giant, and yes, yes. God, I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, why are you laughing? I'm glad everybody loved that movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah. That movie's fucking awesome. I, yeah, I haven't seen that for years. I should rewatch that actually. Oh, dude, it holds up so well. It's funny as shit. See, this is this is fucking crazy because this is why we're we're close friends. Like your favorite non horror film is a fantasy. Mine is Willow. So there we go, yes. almost almost the same. Yeah, I'll say I love Willow. Oh, it's, I can't wait for the series to come out. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite TV show? Uh, favorite TV show? I would have to... Uh, let's just uh, blurt it out. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Well, okay, cool. I, I've never actually watched an episode. so I don't... Oh, dude, it's so fucking chaotic, and everyone... Every main character on that is such narcissistic assholes. <laughs> they are so entertaining together, and they're screaming over top of each other. It's basically like having like five podcasters on Skype, always trying to talk over top of each other. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and it's just funny as shit. <laughs> um, a podcast you love that's not your own. Podcast? Well, obviously you, baby. I love you guys, because like I was saying, every week, listen to your guys' episodes as soon as they drop. Um, uh, and then uh one that's kind of on the cult uh cult realm instead of uh horror realm and that is outside the cinema oh, okay okay just give a brief synopsis of what they're about yeah, it's uh the two there's two podcast hosts uh bill by force and chris and they uh always they cover films that are considered cult or possible cult classics and they will only, uh, they will go to most recent years will be 10 years prior to the current year. So they were in 2022. So they'll cover things from 2020, 2012 
or older. And it'll just be, they pick two movies. No, like, there's no theme to them usually, but they'll be, like, just different, like, lesser known hidden gems or just cult films. And they could be, like, sex comedies. They could be uh, fantasy movies. They could be horror. They could be sci-fi. They could even be dramas or action or martial arts films. Like, they cover, they've been doing, no, they've been doing this for, I think they're on 600 and something episodes now. And they release weekly. And they have, uh, I think they just hit their 12-year mark. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, they've been doing it for a very long time. And actually, Bill by Force uh, has started doing uh, documentaries. He's been directing documentaries now, too. So he did one called Survival of the Film Freaks, covering all sorts of cult horror films. Wow, okay, that's cool. Interesting. Yeah, really, really great show. Like, they've, you could tell they've been doing it for a long time. They're just, like, laid back and chill and just... You know, kind of like where I got when it came to editing, where before I would edit all the like the hiccups and goofs and all that shit out of it. Now it's just like, nah, I do this all the damn time. I'm yep. keeping all this shit in. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it makes for a funnier episode. Oh, it totally does. Like some yeah. things I'll cut out because I want to save for like an outtake or something. But most yep. shit I'll just leave right in. <laughs> and that's um, what they do. Nice, nice. Um, do you believe in ghosts? I'm... I kind of want to say yes. Like I, it's one of those where I have a hard time saying yes or no. I'm kind of on the fence because like I've had like a experience before, but it was kind of disproven that it wasn't an actual like ghost thing. But um, uh, our buddy Derek B. Oh, hold on a second, my dog's being a jerk. That's right. <laughs> my kids are being jerks. You can probably hear them in the background. <laughs> Actually, I cannot. Oh, really? Oh, jeez. Wow, that's a shock. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, our buddy Derek B. or Derek Borgier, or how, I can never pronounce his last name, <laughs> but uh, I think he told me about, like, that this was off of the album, but there was an Alice Cooper album called Hey Stupid. Um, yep. My brother and I were huge fans of the album. He had just bought it on uh, on tape, and we were on vacation, and he's listening to it on headphones while we're driving down the road, and all of a sudden, he just, like, freaks out throws the Walkman and rips out the headphones. And I'm like, what the hell's going on, dude? He's like, I'm freaked out. I'm like, okay. He's like, listen to this. So he had me put the headphones on and it was the very last song. I think toys in the attic or something like that. Well, my brother's name is Steve. Uh, At the end of toys in the attic, it goes dead silent, but you hear the tape kind of still spinning. And then about two to three minutes later, you just hear Steven. (laughs) And then nothing else. And we're like, and that freaked me the fuck out. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, so wow. we started trying to do some investigating, and uh, we went to his aunt's house, who was also an Alice Cooper fan. She had the uh, the record, so we put the record on to listen to it. It was not at the end of the record, so uh-huh. brother's like, what the fuck? And so he got rid of the tape, like thinking, okay, this is freaking me out. So he got rid of it. Years later, he decides I'm gonna buy the CD. Buys the CD. Same shit. At the very end of it, Steven. And he's like, what the fine fuck? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Derek B. heard me talk about that story, I think, on Cut to the Chase. And uh, he had told me that that was actually on the album, that it's like a tie-in to a storyline of someone named Steve, like in their like storyline of the album. I'm going, oh, okay. But that 
like that was like the only thing I could have thought was like a ghost for the longest time because it was like just unexplainable and just kind of coincidental that it was my brother's name. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but like, say, so, yeah, I'm just so like a lot of these paranormal investigators that are going out there going, "Oh my God, you see that move? Oh my God!" I, <laughs> I make fun of those idiots because I'm going, "You guys, there's nothing out there. Like, <laughs> stop being jackasses. Ghosts aren't just gonna be like, hi, look at me, I'm right here.'" <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I, I believe there are like some spiritual encounters, but a lot of these paranormal investigators that are going out there, y'all just fucking bullshitters <laughs> yeah yeah I, I agree with that um all right favorite actor Ooh, favorite actor um i think i gotta go with here uh let's holy crap draw a blank oh my god oh bruce campbell oh nice okay <laughs> Of like course. I don't know why I drew a blank on his name, but like I just my my brain just turned off there. <laughs> <laughs> the chin. The chin. Um, if chins could kill. Yeah, right. Who would win, him or Robert Duvall? Oh fuck. Um, I think Robert Duvall would, because he's just got a much more <laughs> massive one. He he's just ninety percent chin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's chin with a mouth and some eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, favorite actress. Uh, favorite actress would either be uh, the beautiful, lovely Barbara Crampton. Nice, yes. All right. And then for newer ones, I would say Samara Weaving. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, oh. Barbara Crampton, man. She like Is she a vampire? She is not right? aged. I was going to say, like, she's 62 years old and looks gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Like, what was that movie that came out last year, the vampire one? I can't, I'm drawing a blank oh, oh. now. That was, uh, oh, shit, I was... Yeah, Larry Fessenden. Yeah, Larry Fessenden, hers, the vamp, like, she gets infected as the vampire, Jacob's wife. Yep, that's it, yeah, yeah. Her in that, like, that one scene that i'm sure you know what i'm talking about oh yeah you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she is she has always been one of my crushes from when i was younger and still to this day if i ever met her at a horror con i'd be like i, I like you i don't know what to <laughs> say i'm starstruck Derp. <laughs> i'm like that with any famous person <laughs> i mean i usually am too but i think with her i would be like just completely dumbfounded and speechless and just like I would I would say something stupid and ruin it all. <laughs> um, all right, favorite director. Uh, favorite director. Oh man. Um, I think I have to go with uh, Ari Aster. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's only done like two movies in a short film, mm -hmm. but holy fuck, does that man know how to get performances out of his actors? Yeah, true, true. Is he I've coming never out? Seen, yeah, what was sorry. that? Uh, uh, I have never seen anyone like get like the grief out of actors and actresses like he has. It's it like it makes me feel like it's hardcore. Yeah, true. I mean, Tony Collette was robbed of an award for Hereditary. Oh, absolutely! Like her performance in that was fucking jaw dropping. Yeah, like I put that performance up there with like Kathy Bates in Misery. Yes, 100%. Like, holy shit. Um, is Ari Aster coming out with anything anytime soon? We haven't heard from him for a while. 
Uh, yes. Uh, let me look it up real quick because uh, I was just talking about this with a friend. Uh, let's see. Ari Foster. It'd be interesting because I'd be keen I, to see. Yeah. Uh, it's called Disappointment Boulevard. Ah, uh, that's right. Yes, I did hear about that. Is that? I thought that was coming out this year. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and it says in post production, expected 2023. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that would be probably one of the biggie, bigger heavy hitters of next year then. Yeah, because I'm kind of curious to see because it's comedy, drama, and horror. So I'm very curious to see what this Ooh. is going to be all about. Yeah, okay. I hope it's not a disappointment. Uh, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, I'm horrible. Um, all right. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what, in your opinion, is the worst way to die? Kind of uh, worst question. way to die. Um, I think it'd just be burning alive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, I, I have to agree with you. I couldn't think of anything like, worse. I'll say, because even just the slightest burn hurts like a motherfucker. And then just to have your whole entire body lit on fire. Fuck. Yeah. No, no, fuck that. Um, Next question. You kind of already answered this, but I'll ask it again. Celebrity crush. Oh, yeah. uh, Definitely uh, Barbara Crampton. And uh, I'm trying to think of her name now. She is a she's been kind of on the scene recently. Uh, Let me look the movie because i am drawing a fucking blank at the moment oh there it goes mad bria grant she was in us after midnight madeline's uh she was in lucky like something about her i just find like just like i'm just like drawn to her yeah okay nice yeah she's cute um favorite subgenre of horror Ooh, favorite subgenre um i would say can't believe I'm going to say this. I'd never in a million years thought I would say this subgenre, but over the last couple of years of first time watches, I have become a big fan. And that's found footage. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. It used to be slashers and I hated found footage. And then after forcing myself to do these first time watches, I started just diving into a lot of found footage and I, a lot of them are obviously garbage shovel, like toss, you know, easy to make and just easy to make money. But there are some that are just like, holy crap, they are unsettling. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm a fan of the found footage movies. Um, They're not my favorite, but yeah, I like them. They're easy cool. watches usually. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I am sure like, there are a lot that are not good, but yeah, when oh, yeah. you get a good one, like Breck, for example. Yes. Like, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, one that I'd watched uh, this year that I was blown away by uh, that came out you know, years ago, but I just heard about it. Capture Kill Release. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, dude, that one's that one's pretty, uh, pretty heavy, but awesome at the same time. Like, it's so well done. Yeah, okay, nice. All right. Um, all right. This is my favorite question because it usually sparks a conversation. A film that's absolutely loved that you don't like. Oh, oh man. Uh, there's been a lot that I've always thought were middle of the road. I'm trying yep. to think of one that I just don't like. Um, oh, the original Blair Witch. Uh, okay, I, I agree. <laughs> I think I, I heard you guys speak about that and... When you guys were bringing up Blair Witch, I was like, another person that's going to suck the Blair Witch's dick. And when you said you didn't like it, I'm like, oh, 
Scott, <laughs> you are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like I I prefer the 2016 one over the original, and I prefer so Book do. of Shadows. So do I. Um, yeah, it's crazy because like when that okay when that movie came out, I was uh, probably shit. Uh, think I think I was around ten or eleven. And I bought into the hype. I thought this was completely real. Like, the marketing worked for me so well. And, Same. And then when I saw it, I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> what's, what's happening? You can't see anything. Um, And I didn't watch it for years, and I watched it again, like, probably four years ago. And not. Nah. <laughs> yeah, like, because, yeah, just like you, I bought into the – the marketing team did an amazing job. Like the, I think I prefer that documentary, that fake documentary they made to like lure you into the theaters. I like that more than the movie itself. Cause they yeah. built like this whole lore with it. And I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be great. And I go and see it in theaters and I'm going, this is boring as shit. <laughs> and so, so these people just get lost in the woods and then one gets put in the corner. The end what <laughs> what the fuck this is how is this scary and then yeah like just like you i rewatched it i think two years ago and i'm like all right i'll give this a chance my taste in films has definitely changed since then and i watched it, i'm going you know i have a little more respect for it but at the same time i'm going god this is a boring ass movie nothing really happens mm-hmm. yeah it's the whole getting put in the corner what was he a naughty boy what, 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 <laughs> right. what, what was that like <laughs> yeah. like i know that's part of the lore of the blair witch and you get put in the corner and if you turn around you're dead or something like that but still i was just like it just didn't work for me yeah no i agree i agree um all right kind of a silly dumb question but what do you want for christmas mm, you baby <laughs> I just want a big old bow wrapped around you and just I'll tear that bow off with my teeth. That was the best answer to that question. I, I, I wrote that question. I'm like, this is dumb, but I could not think of a, of another question. So, <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, advice for anyone wanting to start a podcast. Mm, I would say if you're going to start a podcast, you know, like make sure that you got like the right equipment. Um, and just kind of, you know, don't be afraid to be yourself. Yes. That is what draws people in. Like, people want you to be genuine. You don't have to be funny. You don't have to be serious. Like, be yourself and just have fun with it. Uh, and if you're going to do the horror movie podcasts, be creative with, like, the content you do. Because we, as a community, the podcast community for horror there's millions of shows out there yeah. and all of them review movies and there's very rarely going to be a movie that has never been reviewed on a podcast. So just try to find a way to make it your own. If you're going to review one. Yeah. Great advice. I agree. Um, all right. Last question of the show and your answer will be played at the end of this episode. What's one song that defines you or one song that you love at the moment? Oh man! All right, so I think it's gonna have to be the uh, Ice Nine Kills. Uh, quickest way to a woman's heart is through her chest. Nice, nice. All right, that is uh, that is the song that's gonna be playing at the end. Fuck yeah! I like. It. I'm just <laughs> I'm just writing it down. Um, 
All right, well, that wraps up this show. So, Scott, man, thank you so much for joining me. This has been an absolute blast, and I knew it would be. This recording with you is just so easy. It's just like calling up a friend and having a normal chat with him. But um, exactly, I lo- I'm so thankful that you that you came up with this idea to do the interviews with other podcasters, and like I just feel honored that you even wanted to. Uh, stroke my ego and bring me on the show <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> of course man of course no this has been fun i love it um give everyone a sh- I'm, I'm sure everyone listening right now knows you guys because we pimp each other's shows out so often but go ahead and uh and pimp yourself out some more all right so you can find me on the corner i'm usually only 25 cents for a good night oh oh wrong type of thing myself oh shit um oh you're talking about our show okay uh, <laughs> so you can find me and my co-host heather powell on the friday nightmares podcast uh we are under the legion banner you can find us on pretty much any uh podcast apps uh spotify uh it's either under ktc presents the friday nightmares podcast or just the Friday Nightmares podcast. It can be found either way. Um, yet we are releasing episodes, uh, or we're recording episode 64 tomorrow when we are covering Polish horror films. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're doing uh, All all Your Friends Are Dead, um, oh, yes. Werewolf. Uh, then we're doing one uh, called Demon from 2015. And then one called Locus, the manuscript of professor whittlebottom which is from the 60s wow okay i think i've only heard of the one movie and that's all your friends are dead all my friends oh, are dead, wow. sorry. yeah i was saying the werewolf one i think would like draw you in just because of the title but it, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll i'll spoil it for you now tim it's not about werewolves oh no actually when did that come out was that recently um i think it came out in like 2020 and then i think 2021 was where it got the wide release but it's basically about uh german shepherds right i think i remember mark nato talking about that yeah it was i think it was his favorite film of like when that came out when he seen it in the festival yes yeah okay yeah now as soon as you said it's not about wells i'm like okay that rings a bell now yeah it's a really good fucking movie but like yeah like just I, I know you and you like get excited for werewolves like I do, so it's just like just want to let you know there are no werewolves in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that pre-warning. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, dude, thank you so much again. Um, this definitely won't be the last time that we'll be talking to Scott, but no, I really appreciate it. this. Has been great. Uh, man, thank you very much for having me on. Like like you said, it is always a fucking blast hanging out with you. Like. You are my brother from the other side of the world, and I love you to death, man. And I <laughs> hope to one of these days, actually, we get to meet in person and fucking party. It'd be great. Oh man, it, I, I hope it happens. Hope. Yeah, we'll need to. We will need to make this happen at some point for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, man. Well, here it is. Scott's song of the night: "Ice Nine Kills." Quickest way to woman's heart is through her. What is it again? <laughs> uh, yeah, quickest way through a woman's heart is through her chest there we are there we are all right or through a cage i think there there we go (laughs) we got there in the end yes (laughs) (laughs) here it is 